welcome to the New York Giant cast. We're coming back off a brilliant win. Sorry we didn't record last week, but to be honest, you didn't want to hear opinions on a 40-0 loss to the Cowboys. Jamie, how are you? <sighs> Mate, better now, and it always better after a win. Like you said, didn't record one last week. I don't think anyone wanted to listen to us rambling on about a defeat, and we were only just going to moan. So, yeah, fresh for a win against a team we should be beating. Uh, made hard work of it, but yeah, always a nice feeling on a Monday when you've won again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we will we'll start with the uh, Cowboys game, unfortunately. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> Look, I, th- I think after watching them beat the Jets as well yesterday, I, I think the Cowboys are going to be a good side this year. I-, I had my doubts going into the season. I thought maybe we could probably pip them to the second spot, but they look very good this year. They seem to have only got stronger off the back of last year. But I know it's a, it's a depleted Jets side without Aaron Rodgers, and obviously we just didn't turn up last week, but yeah, they look good. And yeah, last week was just so disappointing because we started, this is before the field goal, obviously, and, and they got up the other end. We started very good in that opening drive. And then we go for the field goal because we messed it up. Obviously, that then gets blocked and they then return it with a six. It just went downhill very, very quickly. And yeah, it was just one of them games. I mean, there's nothing they can really, there's not much to say about it because nothing went well for us. No, mate. No, I completely agree with what you said about Dallas. I think since they've changed it, where they've got not McCarthy doing all the play calls, they've got somebody else doing it. I think that makes a difference because I don't think he's all that anyway. Um, and yeah, they looked good yesterday. I think, like you said, Jets without Rodgers aren't the same, but even their defence is strong and Dallas made them look quite ordinary. Um, I think the only benefit for Jets was probably the fact that they didn't let Pollard score because he's, well, I thought he'd score loads last night, to be fair. Um, but going back to when we played him, yeah, the first drive was great. And we even started another drive not too bad. And um, towards the end of the, I think it was the end of the second quarter, we had a drive, which we could have got points just for the half. Um, and then Gnome missed a kick. But it was just so many negatives. We just didn't look interested. We just looked lost. Nobody knew what they were doing. And then, yeah, Dallas just took full advantage. And yeah, they've, um, we don't, Dak always seems to beat us anyway. But um, I was similar to you. I had reservations about the Cowboys going into this year. But they're certainly making a statement. And at the moment, it looks like that this division. We're battling for third, really, but there's a long, a lot of football left to go. You know, a lot of football, um, and it was just nice to they clean that game out of the way, and eventually, even if it took to the end of the three hours game, you know what I mean. But we eventually got the win yesterday. What are you thinking? So, how do you feel about yesterday? Um, to be honest, I, yeah, I mean, yesterday's game against the Cardinals, I wasn't impressed. I know we won in the end. Okay, but, I mean, if we start like that against the Forty Niners on Thursday night, they're going to walk the floor of us. Mm-hmm. They're going to They're going to because we're not going to have that opportunity to come back in that game. They they will honestly be about 30, 35 nil up at half time if we play like that. I just don't know what's happened. I mean, I was so confident going into the season, thinking you know, on the back end of how well we done last year to bounce back from all the rubbish we've had. Dayball and Jerry Shane come in, they get all these new players in, they they sort of rebuild our team, rebuild the core of the team, and we just looked. We looked for six quarters. We looked absolutely shot to bits. We looked like the worst team in NFL, uh, it, well, in the NFL, and we, and we probably were because I think it was fifty-seven nil over six quarters. Um, well, not fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah, fifty-seven. No, sixty nil, wasn't it? It was twenty nil at half time. Yeah, sixty nil, sixty nil after six quarters, and we just—I I don't know. Usually, the Giants, the defensive side, were usually okay, and they've just been an absolute joke. Not sure what's happened with them. Um, even in the second half, when we when we turn it around, made some good stops at the end, but just still so nervous about them. They just seem to allow 
so many easy yards. Yeah, it's just one of the games. Like, yeah, we got the win. Like, we have to take it because we've got such a hard schedule, and a win at the end of the day is is more important than actually playing well, I guess. But yeah, it doesn't fill me with confidence going into Thursday night. Nah, mate, I completely agree. I think that the positive to take from it was that Jones looked really, really good, especially towards the sec in the second half. Um, Barkley looked like he backed himself. And I quite like the fact that we got Hyatt involved a bit, a couple of deep throws to him, made him look, you know, what we, we saw at the start of the season, that these deep routes, we can utilise him and get him involved. And that was a shining light. Like you said, the defence was awful. I mean, I did like the way they changed up a little bit towards the, in the fourth quarter, instead of all this blitzing, um, we did step back a little bit and just only blitz a few because I felt like we were just putting blitz in him and then just going man to man. And they were just beating us all over the place. When we went with a bit more cover and covered zones, I felt, yeah, we did kind of you look like a team that we were stopping a deep threat and we just gave them a few yards don't get me wrong they probably had a good few yards the quarterback did but in that fourth quarter I never felt like they were ever going to get many first downs don't get me wrong I shut myself when um, they had that Hail Mary at the end because you know it's just the way that game was going the way the season started I was like oh please don't just please don't but yeah no it was um like you said it was good to get the win it's a confidence builder I mean but the game on tomorrow on Thursday night it's going to be horrendous if we play like that. I completely agree. We'll probably end up getting battered early on, but we need to stop starting so slowly. Get off to a good start. Get on the front foot and put teams, try and chase us rather than us always chasing. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I mean, if we go through quarterback, I mean, like the score at the end of the first was like 14 0, wasn't it? Was it was, no, it might be 7 0. I can't actually remember. I can have a look quickly on the old. Uh... I think it was 7 0 when it after the first quarter, and then they got like. I don't remember. I think I think they got ten points quite quickly in the second. We threw a, we had an interception. Yeah, and stuff. seven just... at half time. Uh, first quarter, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I saw so seven nil for end of first quarter. Yeah, not for half time. Yeah, yeah. seven nil. But to be honest, it could have been fourteen nil. I mean, they literally ran us ragged for the first quarter, and, and they continued to do that in the second uh, second quarter as well. I mean, the Cardinals had, in my opinion, nothing special, but we were making average players look absolutely amazing. Yeah, and James kind of looked like a different running back than he's been for a while, but he just was dominating us. I feel like running backs players, and they always do, and I don't know why. Um, but I almost, I'm not going to lie to you, mate, I almost turned it off at half-time. I was getting to that stage where I was like, am I really watching this again? I didn't mind the Cowboys. I didn't like it, but I can kind of, like, they're a decent side. But Cardinals, me, are the worst team in the league, and we just... See, I know it's one of our biggest comebacks since, what, the 49, 50s or something, I think I saw... But we shouldn't be doing that. We were a better team than this. Yeah, look, it shows how good we are. If it's a decent team, you don't mind. Kind of, you don't want to get smashed, but you don't mind getting beat because you know you just accept that you're playing a good, good team. Um, yeah. But like, this is no disrespect to the Cardinals, but they are. They, and I think their fans know they're probably one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. So they probably were in a full sense of security at half time when they're twenty nil up. Um. Yeah, it was just that first half was just. I genuinely sat there and thought, I've got to watch another. F- two more quarters of this and this could be like the Cowboys game yeah if it was if it was still that that going into the well I, I thought when we got the touchdown early on in the second half I was like we're winning this game I was adamant after I ran into it thinking winning then then they scored a touchdown yeah, straight I was going to say they like, literally came straight back at us I was like are oh, you winding me up now and then I got a bit more angry and I was like oh. and then I was just thinking okay let's flip towards the other ones check their scores and then I was like okay come back and then yeah, it just it looked like every drive we were on, then we looked like we were going to score, which was which is exciting if we can continue to play that way. But like you said, going on to the Forty Niners, their defense is so much stronger than them, and we we're just not going to get away with it. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, the team got the win. I mean, what were your highlights? If there is any highlights, is there any positives for you taking out the game? I mean, yeah, I mean, there, are, there obviously are highlights. If you win a game and you, and you score points, I guess there's always going to be highlights. Yeah. The, um, the, ne- the only thing I was going to talk about before we actually get into sort of the touchdowns and stuff like that is yeah. who's, who, who do you believe? Because this is, this is a quite a big one on Twitter I saw last night. Who was at fault for the interception? Was it Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley? <sighs> for me, it, for, me it's, for me, it's Barkley. Yeah, I think it was more Barkley than Jones. I think both of them, it wasn't, it wasn't the great by either of them. You could blame it on either, but I would probably go just Saquon. Um, looking at the route, looking at the way it was, but it's just one of them they need to learn. I, I, I think that's the whole problem of how the team was performing at that time. Nobody was on sync. Nobody was clicking with each other. The whole team just looked a mess in that first half. And yeah, I'll probably just give the just give the blame to Barkley though. Yeah, it was a shame. Well, let's get into the second quarter where it actually did kind of turn around and we, we actually started to look like a football team. Um, we come out Finally. firing. I mean, we literally within, I mean, what was it, three or four plays, we, we were in for a touchdown. Daniel Jones gets us underway. He runs about 20, 15, 20 yards into the end zone. And so I, I didn't think we were going to come back and win at that point. I, I thought, well, we might make this a respectable score. And I, I, in, I thought it was game over at half time. I didn't think we had anything in us that showed that we were going to get into this game. And I thought that was just a quick catch them off guard quickly, kind of touchdown, and then they'll get sort of back to formality. But I'm guessing for Daniel Jones, that must have done him the world again because I feel like the pressure has been was on him for them last six quarters. It's just been all on Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's got to be buzzing right now. And he's got to be thinking, OK, for six, like you said, for six quarters, he's been crap, to be honest. No disrespect to him, because I love him, but he's been pretty ordinary. Um, and it's not all to blame on him. I don't think he should have played the whole game against Dallas, to be honest. I think he should have been benched and given a rest. But um, for this game, he had to show his worth. And eventually he did, like you, said, like you said, starting off the second half and running the touchdown in, making some deep throws, clutch plays. Um, yeah, he's got to be buzzing. Um and getting, like I said earlier, in the, um, is getting Hyatt involved, getting Waller involved, utilising all the options we have is what we need to do to give these players confidence and to move on against the bigger and better teams and as the season goes on. Yeah, no, exactly. And we obviously get seven points on the board and then literally about two minutes later, they they get a touchdown and that, and that for uh, me, that I think I tweeted it at that point. I said, that's game over. That That's going to be game over. You can't get a opening touchdown on the opening drive of the get second half to try and get yourself back in it and then give it up that quickly because it wasn't like we you know it wasted a load of clock they got up the field so quick and they just made it look so easy and I thought yeah that's game over that yeah, mate, the, I... uh, that, that's, that's done and dusted I mean when you said a couple of minutes ago about positives for me Jalen Hyder actually had a very good game mm-hmm. for how many he didn't get much game time he didn't play many snaps but when he did when he did need to get up and about he got he got up and about. Yeah, definitely, mate. He looks he looks lively. He looks decent. And we've said that earlier on in other ones we've recorded. We've said that he's going to be our, you know, our positive outlook, positive player this year. And he's definitely shown it. In well, nobody was positive in the Dallas game, but if we're taking positives from yesterday, it's definitely him. Um, because look, Waller did his thing. Waller's going to be a steady Eddie for us all season. Um, and then Barkley is well. Barkley had a good game, and especially they all had good games in the second half on the offense. Um, but yeah, we cannot, cannot let people score straight after touchdowns. Like you said, it's just not going to happen. We're not going to win games. We've got to. Yes, we won another tight match, which is what, what we did last year. We won the close games, but we never went twenty nil down or whatever. We just we can't do that. Um, 
yeah, like I said, we got the touchdown straight after. Well, was it pretty straight after when they went 28-7 up? I can't remember exactly, but yeah, we, it looks better when the game went on, didn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wheel, uh, fly on the wheel, fly on the wall <laughs> at half time in that locker room. I would have liked to have heard what was said. I he can imagine there would have been some harsh X-rated words yeah. that would have come out from sort of the senior players and the coaching staff because, yeah, I think if, when you base it off of last season and how well last season went, and that we may not make the playoffs this year, we may have a worse record, but. To lose, to be twenty nil down to a team like Arizona. Once again, no disrespect to them, but a team that's going to be down there, probably going to get the first or second pick uh, based on their record in the season. Yeah, you can't be in them situations. You know, if if when we played the Chiefs, if we're twenty nil down at halftime, we're not all going to be complaining because we know it's you know it's Mahomes, it's Travis Kelsey, it's their good defense. When we play the Bills, it's going to be Josh Allen. It's going to be these top tier quarterbacks. That are just going to open us up. That's going to happen. That's how NFL works. The best teams go and win the games. Yeah. But when you're losing to a team that their starting quarterback's injured in Kyler Murray, and so some guy named Dobbs is make we make like he looked like Eli Manning last night, mate. <laughs> well, don't go too far, mate. No, but no, 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 no honestly, Eli's, that, that no, first no half, I, I had to Google him. I, I had to Google because I actually didn't know who he was. I had, no, I, Googled, I, I Googled him and I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Like I, I'm, I was convinced that like Tom Brady had like come out of retirement and, and like started playing football again. Yeah, he just he just made us look shit, didn't he? I made I, us look I, very I, I think I get it. Like, yeah, I, I actually don't know what happened, but yeah, I would love to be a final wall in that uh, final wall in that locker room because yeah, I can imagine there were some some big words said by some of the senior players. There had to be, and there needed to be. Like, we've got leaders in that in that group, and they must have had to got together and just literally showered at everyone because the whole team was sloppy. We're playing against a team that are pretty much going to tank this year. They're no good. They want a quick early pick next year. Whether Murray's going to stay there is another question. He doesn't really that that interested. I know he's injured, but there's always been rumours about him wanting to leave anyway. Um, we're playing a team that is just going to have a, the best wins, probably three wins if that. I I. I don't think they'll get that to be honest. So that shit, and um, it just shows how bad we were yesterday until like probably the fourth quarter when we realised that okay, this guy needs to do this. We defend defend a bit deeper, give him more time. However, they ain't getting no deep plays, and yeah, we got there eventually. But we're playing. We're, we're coming up against a forty ers team, which has recorded I think thirty points in both games. Like if they're recording thirty points against Steelers and against the Rams. And we're given Cardinals nearly thirty points, and we've given Dallas forty points. What are we going to give Forty Niners fifty? It needs to sort it out. It needs to get sorted out. And I, I'm going to watch the game on Thursday night. But if it gets like it did against the Cowboys, it's going up at halftime because I just can't deal with getting battered again. Just yeah. not on. It is going to be a long game, I reckon, on on Thursday night. We we go into uh, the third quarter, twenty-eight fourteen. Um, second touchdown was through Saquon Barkley. Quite a nice running play. Actually, from him, for me, first half he was he was non-existent. Yeah, thought he was. The last six quarters, I generally thought he just wasn't interested. He didn't look interested at all. Um, I thought maybe oh, is this like sort of contract thing? Just doesn't want to be out there at the moment. Fair play to him. Come out in the second half and above, maybe bar Daniel Jones, pretty much won the game for us because he got us some amazing yards at times when we needed just to get you know enough basically, and he sort of just carried us through. Um, at times, in the tough times when they sort of got stuck in defensively, he then get yeah he gets the touchdown and 
obviously that makes it a two score game and you go into the fourth quarter just hoping that you know our defense actually starts to defend yeah mate when when that touchdown went in i must admit i was jumping up i was like i would well we definitely beaten these now we've got this and i was just similar how it was when we scored in the first um and the first touchdown of the second half, I was like, okay, we're going to win this game. But Barkley was showing everything. His runs were like beast mode. It was like he's going to be on angry runs. He really wanted it. Like, he was just so good. Um, but like, I agree with you. It, for the first game and most of that game, he didn't look like he was interested, which is a bit of a shame. And hopefully this game now kicks on the whole team and like brings them back together. It was like, okay, this is what we have to do. This is how we win games. Um, but yeah, that touchdown was what we needed. And then, yeah, then we went on and we just, the defence just, I don't know, it just turned up, didn't it? Um, and then, what was it after that? Was it Hodgson's that got the touchdown after that? Yeah, and this is such an underrated catch by, by oh, massive, Hodgson's. Because catch, Daniel Jones, it's, it's, it's a good throw. But, I mean, Isaiah Hodgson's is basically dived about five to ten yards vertically to catch this ball, by the way. Oh, mate, 100%. It's an ama- it didn't look that good in real time. It, it, it sort of looked like he was just, he just had to jump, basically, and, sideways mm-hmm. but he's actually had to make up some good yards just to get that ball because that could have easily been you know just a dead play and, and, and back to the drawing but but yeah Isaiah Hodgins one, another player that in that second half just came alive we, we know he's got quality we know how good he is we saw it back in the last season when he joined he's another player that excites me for you know I think he's such a good player and we just need to get the ball to him a lot more I feel like we didn't really use him as we haven't, well, we haven't really used him in the last two games that much compared to, I think, last season. He was sort of wide receiver one at back in the last year and it was sort of everything went through him. So, we need to get him on the ball more and I, and I think, you know, that, that touchdown is a credit to him. First of all, the, the, the grit to sort of get there and, yeah, once we got that one, that's when I became a bit more confident and I thought we've actually got a good chance here. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Hodgson's is really underrated for us. I think... He made some, you know, that was a clutch clutch catch in a time we needed him. Because I think we're utilising Waller a lot more this season where he's, he's probably missing out because of that. Um, but I think there's times where they're probably going to start double manning Waller. And I think Hodgson's will get some more free one-to-one-on-one ma- matchups. And I rate him in one-on-one matchups. I don't think there's many um, defences that can stop him when he's on form. So we need to get utilising him a lot more. But that throw by DJ, I know the catch was great, but... It was a tight avenue he found that. And I think he was just absolutely buzzing. He just couldn't miss in the second half. He just couldn't miss a throw. He couldn't do anything wrong. Hodgson's was catching. Everyone was just on par. Um, but I do agree. When it went 28 all, I was like, yeah, all right, we've got this now. Defence has got to step up. And I was thinking we'll sack him every time. I was like, we're just going to... They look knackered, the Cardinals. Look absolutely shut to pieces where we just like we were ready to go. I felt like we hadn't really played football for six quarters. And then suddenly it was like, OK, we know how to finally play football again. Yeah, I mean, that... The, the, the final uh, touchdown from Barkley was... I didn't think he was in. I Did you not? He, no, because the, the first... I mean, obviously, when they showed it in the replay, it was obvious he was in, but I thought he'd just gone out before he got there. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. And, and that's the kind of luck we'd have. But, yeah, once again, Barkley just showing, like, you know, how, how good he is. Um, you know, he makes that mistake in the first half where he sort of drops it and then they obviously pick it up for an interception comes out in the second half and just gives everything he's got, you know, runs the plays, goes out to the wide receiver slot and you know, picks a ball up for a touchdown. He's just such a good player and, you know, we're really going to need him this year to, to step up and I really hope that injury that he picked up isn't a, sustain, a long sustained injury because 
I think personally, I think he's going to be out for Thursday night. I don't think they're going to risk him. Um, I think they're going to prefer to wait to play the Seahawks a week after um, and, you know, use him for that. So I think he's going to rest on Thursday night. Can't see him get much game time. But yeah, Barkley for us is, is, is such a key player. And, you know, just like Daniel Jones, when them two are on song, the Giants are one of the be- better teams in the NFC. Um, I won't say NFL because there's some good sides on the NFC, but when them two are on song, you, you just see how much different we are as a team. And when them two are struggling, you see how bad we can be. Yeah, mate. I couldn't agree more. Like, I don't, I don't think he'll play on Thursday night. I think, I, look, we obviously do need him. That's not what I'm saying. But I do think it's better to rest him against that game when we're probably gonna, we're probably gonna lose. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope we somehow pull up a miracle against them. But more than likely, that game we're underdogs. It's gonna be tough. Where the Seahawks, the Seahawks, I don't really rate them to that degree, but they do score a lot of points. So. If we're going a game where we need points, we're going to need Barkley fully fit because he's a difference maker for us. So I'd happily just like not risk his injury too serious and just give him a rest on Thursday night, and then yeah, go all into Seattle. But the way them two have played in that second half, it shows what we've got in this this team, and we know what we've got in this team. We know how strong it is. Like we previewed the start of the season, we were very really confident going into it. But then we also did say like the first six games. If we didn't beat Arizona, it could have got to like Norton Fork and it Norton Five. Like, oh, here we go. Um, but we got that win, and it just, yeah, I just I'm so confident that now we're gonna start doing things. I said to you actually after the Dallas game, not well, not straight after, but on like the Thursday or Friday, I said I don't know why I was really confident going into yesterday, and at halftime I was like, why did I say that? Why? <laughs> just, <laughs> I was like, oh, I've cursed it. But yeah, I've. Just that I'm starting to believe again. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm starting to feel a bit more confident now again. I probably won't on Thursday night. I'll probably wake up Friday morning. Well, get to bed Thursday night and think, oh, okay, um, why am I doing this to myself again? But we do, don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Back and through thick and thin. I, I think the problem sometimes it's your own success can be your own downfall. I Definitely think last not, year yeah. we've, we've done so well last year. We probably overachieved in terms of getting into the playoffs and basing the squad we had. Did we jump into playoffs too early and now everyone thinks we're playoff contenders? I don't know. Um, probably not. Probably. I think, yeah, I think, you know, if you'd have told Dayball and Sharon at the end, uh, beginning of their tenure that they're going to get the playoffs first year, you're going to go past the wildcard round as well. You're going to beat the Vikings in their home ground and then you're going to play number one season Eagles. And yeah, you are going to lose and you're going to lose heavily, but you're going to show that, you know, you're not going to finish on a losing record. You're going to go far. You're going to go into the playoffs and, and pick up a playoff win. Now, all of a sudden, every Giants fan and media now expects the Giants to be in the playoffs this year. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think that'll be the expectation. I think most Giants fans won't take finishing outside of a playoff spot. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I want us to finish in the playoffs, but I understand how hard our schedule is this year. And also, it's second season syndrome, and that, that happens in every sport, every team sport you watch. The manager comes in. They start like a house on fire. Everyone thinks they're the next best thing. And then the second season kicks in and it sort of just falls a bit away. And but I don't think we're going to be, um, you know, one of the worst records. I, I just think we're going to be, once again, the only way we get in the past this year is, is once again, the seventh or eighth seed. Um, and just have to hope that we beat, you know, seed two or seed three, because I think our schedule is so hard this year. And we've seen how good some of these teams have been that we've got coming up. It's going to be a um, tough couple of weeks for the Giants fans. Yeah, mate. Like, you know, the schedule is hard. And I was looking at it earlier and I was just like, 
think I mentioned these first six games were tough. Um, I think I'd take anything from two and four upwards. I think we have got some winnable games coming up in, a, in I think, about week seven or eight. Um, we've got some winnable games there, which we've got to take advantage of. The only reason, the only way we are going to make the playoffs is this, if it's on the defence. If they step up, then I think we can make it. Because I believe in Jones and Barkley, Waller, Hodgins. We've got, we're going to score points in games. But we just can't give away stupid, stupid touchdowns and so make these quarterbacks so easy because it just can't happen. We need to be more tighter. And I, I like a blitz, but I don't think we need to blitz all the time. Sometimes give the quarterback a bit of time. However, in cover two and cover three, I think we've got the players there to stop them. I really do. With just Yeah, the defence is how we're going to make the playoffs. And like you said, if we make the playoffs, I mean, we're in a tough division, aren't we? Let's be honest. Eagles and Cowboys look a cut above us right now. Um, and even Washington, they got a win yesterday, didn't they? That just, but we'll probably be fighting them for third spot. Um, but if we can get eight, nine wins, would that be good enough? Maybe. Um, we just got to see. But there's so many good teams this year. I feel like this is one of the strongest years of NFL I've seen for a long time. Yeah, and we've also got to remember though we are obviously only two games in, and season isn't built after two games. We can easily, you know, there's there's nothing stopping us going. It is against we are against the odds on Thursday night, but there's nothing stopping us beating the 49ers. And then all of a sudden, if we be, if we do go and beat the 49ers, we all know we're going to be sitting there going, we should walk the rest of this league. Mate, it's coming home, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It will be coming home. That's, but that just shows you how quick it can change, doesn't it? I mean, if you'd have looked at all the tweets at half time, there was you know people calling for. Dable saying he's, he's a fraud, he's nothing, doesn't know what he's doing out there. People ripping into Mike Kafka, Wink Martindale, the coaching staff. People calling in for Daniel Jones to be benched. And then all of a sudden, get the end, come to the end of the game and Daniel Jones did the best thing since sliced bread. Dable's got the dog in him to get the wins. And it's just, you know, it's all it's all happy chappy. For me, I'm, I'm a realist. I know last week we got battered, we were awful. This week, we weren't great, but we won. And like I said, at the start of this podcast, all that matters is in the win column. Get the wins and get out of there. Um, and yeah, these next couple of games, what is it? It's 49ers, Seahawks, Bills and Dolphins. I can't remember which way the Bills Dolphins games. <laughs> horrible, isn't it? That's a horrible It's a, it's a disgusting <laughs> schedule, yeah. If I'm being honest, if we come out of that with three wins, we're going to the playoffs. Oh, mate, 100%. If we come out with two, we've got a slight chance. I think if we come out of that one and five we could struggle. Yeah, that's I not mean, because that's not because the you know we should be beating them teams. I, I think that's there's four really hard games, but I just think once you're one of five, you've now got such a mountain to climb. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically going to need to go on some kind of run where you win four or five games in a row. And looking at our schedule, there probably isn't four or five straight games that we're going to guarantee to win. You know, we still got to play the Cowboys. We've got Eagles twice. Um, you know, the Saints aren't too bad anymore. They're, I think they're like week 14, 15. Yeah. So it, it, there's no, the thing is with NFL, there is no easy games. You know, we saw that last night. There's no easy games in the NFL. Yeah. Unless you're an elite team like the Chiefs or the, or the Bills, or Bengals, Eagles, you're, you, there's no easy games for a Giants team. No, you say about the Bengals. We're not handing the shoulders above anyone else yet. Yeah, you say about the Bengals. I think they're going to struggle this year, the Bengals. I mean, I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast that Ravens are one of my dark horses this year. And I tell you what, I know changes there, but Ravens look quite strong. And I think. Yeah, they do. There's. Um, if I schedule then, and just. I can't believe it. I mean, looking at it, Dolphins, half a chance. I mean, we they're going to be just throwing gunslaying. So it's going to be like a high scoring game that. Seattle, I, I, we struggled against them last year. One of our worst performances. So. 
we need to kind of back up from that one. And the Bills are the Bills, aren't they? They're a, they're a strong force. They're coming to the end of their like tether, I think. Um, but with Allen and Diggs, you know, they're just they're going to score points. So yeah, if you tell me after them six games we'll be two and four, three and three, I'd probably be happy. One and five, yeah, it's gonna it probably more than likely that. But hope, optimism, and hopefully no more injuries, and we can crack on and get a result on Thursday night. No, exactly. Well, let's wrap up the final parts again because we obviously have sort of tethered off. Um, yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> we got to 28 all and we haven't actually gone on about the uh, end of the game. So, yeah, 28 all. And at that point, I was I was confident. I was pretending we're going to win this now. Um, we didn't get the field goal. What was it with like 21 seconds, maybe yeah. 19 seconds to go? After <laughs> last week's blunder at the start of the game, he's obviously come up clutch and know such an important player for the Giants. It's, it's so good to have a field uh, field goal kicker that you know is so reliable. I say that obviously off the back of last week. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, yeah. But you know, what I mean, ninety nine out of a hundred, he always you know he, he makes them. You know, yeah, I've seen some like I've seen some kickers in the NFL, and I see once a week they're not missing them. So, I yeah. mean, the uh, Cardinals missed one last night, didn't they? At the start. Yeah, and he's pretty he's pretty reliable as well there. Yeah. Good, but... Gano reminds me a little bit of Justin Tucker. Like Tucker for Baltimore is the, the best kicker in the league, but we've got a Mister Reliable. Like he's going to score most of them, so it's quite nice because yeah, we need that. We need that like literally settled piece in the team, and Gano is one of them. Yeah, I mean, because well, they had no timeouts, so it literally was they just had to get up the pitch and just hope they got out of bounds. Um, how how were your nerves during them final seconds? Terrible, mate. Terrible. Um, I. I'm not very good when it's like even if 15 seconds left and they've got no timeouts against any team. Like, it's just, it scares the shit out of me with the Giants. I've watched enough games over the years, but I did think that I was worried, but I did think, come on, we're not going to let this one slip, are we? And then that first pass goes to that guy and he runs it out. And then I was like, oh, fucking hell, okay. They're going to go for Hail Mary. No, 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 no. Don't do it. I, I think we played Green Bay in the playoffs a few years back and they had a Hail Mary in like end of the second, end of the first half. And they got it. I was just like, no, 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 no. And then, yeah, obviously it didn't go their way. And oh, I was just so relieved, mate. I literally, I think I almost ran around the hours actually celebrating a win, which we shouldn't have done because it was so an easy win we should have won. But, you know, it's just nice to get that win and the nerves and everything to go smoothly. What about you? How were you feeling? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, my heart was. Uh, racing. And then they got flagged to go back five yards. <laughs> oh, before. yeah. I was like, oh, thank God for that. And then Dayball then uh, called a, a consecutive timeout, so then we get penalised five yards. And I, I've never, I, I didn't even know that rule was a thing. Yeah, I've yeah. I've never heard that rule in my life. Yeah, you know, but it was, it was funny because he obviously called the timeout, then the flag came, so he's thinking that's the end of the play. Like, he's just not clocked on, he's called another one. But even the referees, like, they, I mean, they were in discussion for a couple of minutes trying to make sure that that was the correct rule. So they must have gone up to like the booth and like confirmed it. But yeah, I've, I've never seen that happen before. Consecutive no. timeouts. <clears throat> no, I haven't seen it before, mate, for a long time. I think I saw it once about five, six years ago, but I haven't seen it for ages, to be fair. And especially on us, we never use that kind of thing. Yeah, well, that's what he was doing it to sort of, you know, get the nerves and stuff like that. But yeah, that, when that five yards got put back, I was like, you. You're gonna kill us now. They they're gonna be five, they're gonna get enough yards by five to get in with field goal range. Yeah, they're gonna to get to the thirty yard line now rather than the thirty five yard line, and you know make it a bit easier for them. But yeah, it was it was stressful for the last sort of ten seconds. It it felt like it took about ten minutes. 
Mate, it's been a stressful season, mate. I think I've losing hair already, and the hairline's gone years ago. But I mean, I'm gonna go bald soon, carrying on watching this, mate. It's just <sighs> stressing me out, man. Yeah, no, exactly. Why are we right. doing it? What, what's, what, what's the fun we're getting out of this? <laughs> because we're going to the Super Bowl this year. We are. Well, mate, I love that positivity from you. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have said that last week if we had done a podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't have said it half time yesterday, mate, either. <laughs> no, exactly. We're 1-1 one one now. That's all we've got to worry about. There's no point yeah, we'd making t- back We'd have taken that, wouldn't we? We'd have taken 1-1. One one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would have taken 1-1. One one. I think the only reason I wouldn't want 1-1 one one is just because I know the upcoming schedule, what that's like. But... Look, we're one and one. There's no reason to panic. There's no reason to get ahead of ourselves. I think we know what we're capable of. We know what teams are better than us, and we, we are going to come up in tough games in the next couple of weeks. But just got to stick with it. Stick as a team. Giants have always been a very good, you know, togetherness in their group and stick together when it gets rough. We've gone through the dark days. We know what it's like. We're just going to have to battle through these next weeks. But you know, one and one. I'm I'm more than happy with where we're at. Love it, mate. Yeah, in Dable, we trust, you know, DJ, Barkley, the whole team. We're, uh, yeah, it can only get better. That's, that's what we're going to need to do, only get better. Exactly, mate. Well, look, that's the end of the podcast. We're finally one-on-one with a 31-28 win over Arizona. Bouncing back after a 40 0 defeat. Let's go, Let's baby. Let's to Thursday night. Yeah, man. Let's bring it on. See you later, mate. Take it easy.